0: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, friends beyond the binary and all my patron peeps. Uh, it's time for the podcaster uh, that uh, I, like uh, I don't know, like I, I feel like I'm lucky to be here. I feel like a horseshoe, uh, able to be here, uh, bringing you a good night's sleep, you know w- watching over you. Uh, the, like the, that famous poem that was never written, the horseshoe that watched over you. It's time for sleep with me, patrons. The podcast puts you to sleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is sleep with me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do is a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, changes in time or temperature, routine, you know, things you're thinking about or, you know, like uh, from the past, present, or future, uh, emotions related to those things, or maybe not, maybe just baffling ones, uh, or physical sensations, or, you know, anything else, whatever's keeping you awake. I'd like to take your mind off it. I'd like to create a safe place, uh, earn your trust where you could relax, uh, get more comfortable in your bed or your couch, wherever you're sleeping right now, and uh what else uh yeah uh take your mind off of that stuff i'm gonna what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night i'm gonna use a lulling soothing creaky dulcet tones pointless meanders uh superfluous rustified tangents wor- you know filler words fill you know i'll be filling I'll, I'll be pumping filler words up like i ran ran a bike shop uh you see everything at this bike shop. First of all, you're just—it's it, more of an inner tube shop. And I'd say, well, we'll 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 agree to disagree. Uh, but they'd say everything here is overinflated. And I'd say except the prices. That would be maybe that would be the commercial. Uh, and they say, well, that was, can you put the money down at first? because we—it does look like you have an inner tube shop and not a bike shop. Oh no, you 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 haven't heard of this? It's the new thing I just thought of. It's called uh, it's intertube. Th- it's like a it's a new thing. It's like total way to relax, uh, get in shape. You've heard of CrossFit, right? Yeah, you've heard of running, Iron Man, swimming. Uh, you know the Eugene Atlas or whoever that person was. Uh, yeah, that's incorrect. But yes, we've heard of those things. Well, this is a new thing. You you know you got biking, you got hiking. And, uh, you know, and you have those like ancient things People you say, oh, in the olden days, uh, you know, we ate like this and, you know, we hunted and we gathered. Okay, we're, we're with you so far. Aren't you in the middle of a podcast? I am, but I'm now making a point that doesn't make any sense. Uh, and, yeah, we're at the dawn of a new age, but not that far from the past. I'll be right back with you with this sales pitch. I got to get to the new listeners. So I'm going to send my voice. I'm going to go off topic just like I just did there. And here's the thing, a few things if you're new. There's an intro. This intro is not a commercial or a self-promotion thing. This is a show within a show to keep you company and to to help you get ready for bed, to help you start to unwind, maybe to put you to sleep. The majority of people use it as part of their wind-down routine. Uh, Some people fall asleep during it. About 3% of people skip this uh, and go straight to the story, which is generally around 20 minutes into the show. Uh, but the intro is kind of like something familiar. That's why it's part of the Bedtown, Bedtown wind-down routine. That was also a variety show I was once on. Um, but, but the Bedtown wind-down routine, I think like it was a routine. I, oh, no, that was the gong show. That was when I was uh, a kid, and I imagined, I dreamed one day of being a guest on the gong show. That was a TV show. I think it was rebooted a few years ago. Okay, where was I though? Hmm. Oh, so if you're new, the intros don't make a lot of sense, at least initially, but it's like a twelve minute portion of the show where I set the mood. in uh, the mood I set the mood by saying, Here I'm gonna explain how the podcast works. Then I get off topic and I imagine a new fitness business that I'll explain maybe later in relaxation. Does it not just about fitness, by the way? I mean, I'm thinking of a name of it, uh, but uh, so, um, oh, so there's an intro. That's how a show starts. It starts with a few minutes of business, then there's a 12-minute intro. Maybe it's 14, maybe it's 16, sometimes it's 18. Uh, Then there's some business, and then there's a a bedtime story. Uh, Tonight it'll be from our new uh, season of a series, uh, Big Farm in the Sky, PI. Uh, So it'll be... uh, yeah, so, so that's a structure show. Then there's some thank yous at the end. And uh, so that's uh, the structure of the show. If you're also new, you don't need to listen, and the show may not make a whole lot of sense to you. And, of course, you may be coming to the skeptical or tired. And if you're tired and, and uh, you know, I, I feel you, I know, and you say, well, I really want something that's finally going to work for me. I hope you give this show a, a try, and I hope it helps. Uh, but normally... For literally 98% of people I've heard from, uh, they say yeah, it took a few tries before I understood that the podcast is nonsensical in a way I haven't encountered before. You see, it doesn't make any sense, but not in a nor, it doesn't even make, not make sense in a normal way, which is a good thing. So just see how it goes, but you don't need to listen to me. You don't have to pay attention. And there's also no pressure to fall asleep. The shows are an hour uh, so that I can be here and you can fall asleep at your leisure. Uh, Like, uh, fall asleep as you wish. I'm here to keep you company. Not really to put you to sleep, but to keep you company as you drift off. And to take your mind off of stuff with, you know, wild outside-of-the-box ideas, outside of the inner tube box. uh, Where, yeah, we've got – well, sir, it looks like you just have bicycle pumps and inner tubes, and I'd say – well, that is what we have exactly, uh, and here at uh, a tube town, maybe that's what we call it. And yes, maybe uh, we do have tube town tube tops, and this is a franchisable thing. One day, uh, that's tube town LLC. Future, future something. Uh, I like the way that sounds, uh, but but uh, it uh, it's a it's a place where every, where there's a tube for everybody. Multiple tubes. We have multiple size tubes. Uh, I'll tell you what we got it. We got our Q and A, not a Q and A in the back, an R and D department in the back. We're working on uh, hexagonal tubes, square tubes. And you say, "Well, what kind of wheel would that fit in?" I said, "These are just tubes here to be pumped up. You here, grab a pump. Uh, do you prefer a foot pump or a hand pump or something? You know, with no electricity. That's what I was saying. Uh, at the dawn of humanity. That's this is on one of our other commercials I'm working on." Uh, There was a time, and then there was a development, and then there was a dawning of two wheels and gears and chains and those things, and, you know, changes in tires, and 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 then there was inner tubes uh, within tires, and those would go flat or low on air, and they would need to be pumped with vigor or slow and steady motion. But at some point, uh, that tube became mechanized or automated. And maybe even machine learning got involved by the time you're hearing this message. Uh, and one thing we lost when we lost the ability to pump our own tubes was the joy of tube pumping. And here at TubeTown, we've brought the joy of tube pumping back. Uh, and we found that it's a fourfold pass of tube pumping. Uh, joy, the joy of to you know, inflation, uh, the pressure relief of overinflation, uh, the irony, and just a general sense of well being, uh, caused by pumping up tubes uh, and overpumping them, or for some, draining the tubes. And you might say to yourself, Sir, do you have Schrader valves or the other ones? Uh, the you know, the, the which one? And I say, We got them all, uh. Those other ones, the long thin ones, we got those. Those may be Schraders. I'm not sure. There's a, you know, I don't know the difference between a, you know, a piston and a a staple. That's a little uh, mechanical uh, flower humor there. But uh, yeah, we got we got tubes, we got valves, we got it all. And here's the thing: you could take your tubes home, and and you say, "What else do we have to do at Tube Town? We want to have a birthday party there." And I'd say, oh boy, your kids are in for a treat. Once we have the birthday party packages, uh, we, there'll be tube painting. Um, you know, tube-shaped cakes, of course. Uh, tube tops. Uh, n- n- no, no, no. Tube tops are for taking home. N- uh, you know, two. You've heard of hula hooping. We've got tube, tube hooting, and hula hooping. We haven't thought of a term for that, but with tubes. Tube rolling, oh boy. Here at Tube Town, all available for one low price. Uh, and, uh, the, you know, you come today. Also, uh, everything comes with a smile here at Tube Town. I may have just in- invented a whole new, uh, what are those called, vertical? Is that vertical or horizontal? Uh, look out uh, miniature golf courses and all those other places you're supposed to have birthday parties. Because Tube Town's coming. Uh, Say, which is uh, that, that uh, yeah, we'll move in. See, Is that a pop up? No, it's a pop, it's a kind of a pop up shop. It's inflatable. It's, we're tube town. Anyway, sorry, I went off topic there. Uh, but maybe it seems like a g- generally, there's something reasonable about my unreasonable ideas, I believe, uh, in, in a way that hopefully took your mind off or whatever is keeping you awake. And here's the thing, I'm here to keep you company, not to over-engage you, because you might, like, i tell you what, if you've never pumped a tube like that before, and you're saying, these tubes are outside of the wheels. I say, yeah, unless, you know, you can make a request, we could put it within a wheel, Uh, you know, but the giant tubes are outside of wheels. Uh, You say, wait a second, you have giant tubes? We have the world's largest uh, tube uh, within our shop, uh, the largest tube in the world uh, that's in our shop, uh. Uh, yeah, we've got big tubes, uh, and yeah, if you want, if you're training for something involving, uh, you know, your upper body or your lower body, uh, yeah, we're, we're working with, uh, other gyms, uh, on a program, but for the most part, it's just a general, we're, we're working on getting to all the retirement communities and the grammar schools. So we're going to have it all covered, uh, uh, not to overinflate my value, but so I'm here to keep you company, really. That's really what I'm here for, and to take your mind off stuff. I've been there, uh, and you know, believe me, once I start running the numbers on this thing, I say, uh, why wouldn't this work? I mean, I think it was, seriously, if you have access to an inner tube, just this would be a free home based business for now. Joy, not a business, just go ahead, pump it up, uh, and paint it, uh, and let me know about it. But for the time being, I'm ideally here to walk at your side as you drift off. I'm here to keep you company uh, because I I really believe you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, I work very hard at the show because I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. And I really appreciate you coming by and checking it out. Uh, And here's a couple of ways we keep the show going. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to our uh, new season of uh, the Big, Big Farm in the Sky P.I., second season of our mostly serial story, uh, episodically modular. Uh, it was supposed to be 99% of the time. Though was This season started off with a two-part episode, but I'll get you caught right up, uh, even if you never heard a, a Big Farm in the Sky P.I. episode. You're in for actually a, a real treat, uh, for season two starts in the largest retirement community in, that I know of, uh, the towns in Florida, where uh, DK and G, uh, two uh, tweens, I believe, are, uh, uh, they have their own business, a PI, like a, like a kind of a do-it-all business for the retirees. They're on sabbatical from school but actually they're not. It's more of an independent study program where they're running their own business in this retirement community, living with a relative uh, or a family friend named Aunt Penny, and running this business where they help the retirees solve mysteries was the plan. Uh, so that's the setup. Now, as you, if you listen to Big season one of Big Farm, the other part of the team is Simon, who lives in the Big Farm in the sky, he was the original Big Farm in the Sky PI, uh, though currently it, all of the PI business in the Big Farm, when we in season two, is be it was a ta- it was taken over by a company called Heavenly Solutions. Even though the Big Farm is not heaven, I mean I'll just, just spoil. It's just a necessary fact. Uh, it's it's a Big Farm in the Sky. No one says where like that's two different places. Maybe. Or parallel stuff. I, I don't know. I can't get into that. If you want to talk about heaven and H uh, double act or whatever they say, seasons one and two at get um where were we? Okay, so Simon was the big farm in the sky, P.I. He's still in the world, uh, not our world. He's still in the big farm world. He just, it would be Heavenly Solutions was some sort of, star, like, again, a startup. A lot of startups on this podcast. I guess it's a Bay Area influence. Uh, not sure this was a startup. It was a takeover. His business was taken over by Heavenly Solutions. I think Simon works in the mailroom. No, he works in karmic billing. I think he actually works in design, figure out what karmic billing is, uh, So he got bored with that. So he went and found G and DK. And I believe what's how season two is going to work is that uh, he's going to help G and DK solve mysteries in the big farm. I mean, in in the earth, our earthly realm that we exist in. And uh, let's see, what else do we need to know? Ideally, it it is supposed to be hard to follow. So Simon is a big farm resident. He also has the ability to visit Earth and interact with humans. That's a rare skill. Uh, like, uh, but he's, And he's good friends with G and DK. G is his niece, and DK is her best friend. But they also live together, um, and now they're currently living, though, with DK's aunt, Penny, in the town, I think we already covered that part. So then, last episode, they said, uh, "I guess we caught up on all of this that I just told you," and that was over like forty minutes. And then what we found out is that Penny, Aunt Penny's been acting a little critical. I guess uh, we we would say or g o s s i p i i n g and that was out of character for her and in, 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 uh, causing some friction in her friendships. And at first, it like, uh, they said, well, maybe it's just uh, having these two tweens come live with you. But Simon said, no, 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 this is a mystery uh, that needs to be uh, solved by uh, G and DK. And I think that's it. They just know she's uh, she's just a little, uh, she, she's. Uh, they say, well, she's acting more... They said, let's get to the bottom of this. And so that's uh, the episode of, uh, here we go, another episode of uh, also as buying time uh, because they moved. And again, I forgot. Sorry, I thought you would have remembered from last week, but it's pretty common to go to the place you're most familiar with, especially when you drive from L.A. So sorry, but did you get caught in that? uh, Okay, everybody's Antonio Banderas. Oh, my friend. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, I went to your place as a muscle memory to go to your old place. Uh, yes, also, I did. Uh, it was uh, post holiday traffic, uh, so when we were recording this. So, yes, I was caught in uh, oh, the grapevine. Uh, but uh, here we go. Yes, uh, could you? Could we play Munchkin later? Yeah, um, Probably. You, you could actually lie in my bed. Why don't you take a nap? And now. Uh, that I record right by my bed, you could get in there and listen to me. Oh my friend, I've never, uh, if I, believe it or not, I've always always seen this as a, a career move. Uh, I've never slept to a podcast. Well, this would be sleeping like this is a personal service. I actually charge like a thousand dollars an hour for it, but you're worth it. I mean, you've earned more than that. Uh, uh, like me, well, looks like maybe you've earned three quarters of, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Antonio, go, go, go do the setup and then go lie down. Okay. Is the ladies, is the gentlemen, is the boys, is the girls, the friends beyond the binary It's time for the big farm in the sky. P I let's crack this case. Yeah. Oof, that was the best. Yeah. I've ever heard of my entire life. Uh, Another $1,000 credit of Bedtime Stories for you, Antonio. Only when I'm actually recording Bedtime Story for another. Okay, thank you. Uh, thanks, Antonio Banderas, everybody. Uh, Diane, it's me, Simon, uh, checking in. And I uh, wanted to check you, uh, checking in with you about the two different things, Diane. We're in the middle of recreating a week or a month in the life of Aunt Penny. And I'm going to recount couch, some of, some of what we've done, and we'll have you do a live follow-through. Uh, but, Diane, it's, we've got our hands full here at the Towns. It is so large. Uh, what a dream to retire in a place like this uh, for some people, uh, particularly the active people. We've tried to recreate Aunt Penny's. We're going to retrace Aunt Penny's steps over the past. Uh, she actually has a, str- she has a two-week schedule, not a one-week So following. A day in the life or a week in life wouldn't work. Um, but don't worry, Diane. It, it'll be even more confusing. But it's so exciting the life Penny was leading. I think I was, t- I don't know if I was telling you this, Diane, or I was thinking about it. Just like college, uh, this retirement. Uh, uh, but, you know, they, the things, you know, they, I think they happen at the same pace because at college, you know, most people aren't moving exactly at the speed of light except for the go getters. And they have go-getters at the towns, too. Uh, so there's a lot of clubs, a lot of, uh, like a university with, without classes, you'd say, but there's lots of classes, and there's also lots of uh, imbibing and kissing and things, Diane. It's just a fact of the matter. Uh, I know you've read the reports. I remember that podcast guy wrote an entire movie about this. Uh, movie never got made, uh, Diane, because I don't think he should. He, he has to rewrite it, uh, his uh, screenplay about it. But uh, intense petting and uh, we were trying to work on my comic book, Diane. You know, the, the D K encouraged me and my ideas for the story. But then I said, Simon, that idea is a bit silly. The, my idea, Diane, I'm even afraid to tell you. Uh, Because I told someone at the big farm that I met, and they said, like, this is what I told. I won't tell you. I'll just tell you, you know, Diane, we've talked about this when people's reaction doesn't meet your own enthusiasm. And I told them, and they said, Is that like Aquaman? And I said, No, 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 it's nothing like Aquaman. And they said, Well, it is. And I said, No, it's not. Uh, Aquaman is like the, the, the king of the sea or something. I haven't seen the film. There's a film out, I believe, about Aquaman. Uh, with a g- g- really gregorious actor. I think that's the right word, Diane. Also handsome and muscular, but uh anyway, Diane, so I don't know. I, I have my idea, but I'm still sitting on it. Uh, but yeah, so that's what's going on is we're following Aunt Penny's steps. And I'll just go, I guess I'll just go through my notes here. Uh Here's another thing I love, Diane, is that everything is, uh, is, uh, the, the, everything is organized alphabetically, even the weeks, uh, so it looks like she was in the, uh, 129 Amigos, I don't know what that was, but we went over there, Coconut, uh, Grove or something, and they said, uh, uh, we miss Penny, she hasn't been back, we haven't seen her, uh, and I said, did you have anything else, uh, and they said, uh, uh. No, then the, the alcove dusters, Diane. Now I, I said, what is that? Is that what a witty name? And it turns out it's a descriptive name, Diane. This is a team of uh, fans that uh, drive around in golf carts in the towns uh, and they dust the public alcoves, which I guess is, you, you know, technically that would be a, a, a paid position. It, that's it, But you say, like, uh, I guess it's a nice kind of positive empowerment, Diane, instead of saying, why don't the uh, workers totally dust every alcove uh, these are people that appreciate alcoves and they drive around and dust the alcoves uh so in public public private here in a place that's 100 percent private property means something different uh it's just what they consider public spaces but of course uh they're also the customers everywhere i don't know if that makes any sense at all uh Uh, but they, it did, uh, it did, um, they said they didn't have any information about Aunt Penny other than they said she hasn't been by, you know, this is a two week schedule and uh, she didn't make it. She, she has not followed through on any of her second week of the month, third week of the month, uh, clubs. She hasn't shown up. And they said last time she saw her, she was just dust, dust, dusting her heart out, uh, Amateur radio team, they said, you know, she didn't show up for her shift. uh, And she likes new age music. Well, no, that's just her shift, they said. Uh, Well, anyway, so she didn't show up for her shift. Uh, They have uh, so many radio stations here, Diane. Low power, there's a low power radio. It's it's impressive, very impressive. I'm just just jealous. Uh, Art clubs, uh, Diane, holy mackerel, just like uh, Clay ceramics, uh, pottery. I said, I don't know what the difference in Coloring, uh, watercolors, glass, uh, and then, then there's, uh, the, the, now this is the one Aunt Penny was involved in was, uh, she, she's, she's, I guess she's really good at logistics. She, all of the art clubs, uh, the, the, and I, or Aunt Penny was in a, a club called, uh, Thou art the friends, uh, and they made sure to get everything. They helped to buy the supplies uh, so they would get a bulk discount. Uh, oh, Atomic Fireball fans. That's an interesting one, Diane. It's a club uh, based on uh, uh, Friends of Atomic Fireballs, which was a uh, kind of like a job, uh, like a, like a, what do you call it, Everla- Everlasting Godstopper wonder if there's an everlasting gobstopper club. Uh, uh, but I think it's also like they go out to eat. So it's just a social club, Diane. But, uh, I guess maybe that's just a personality type. I didn't get it, but I said, it said, you know, just like the other clubs, they said, well, she hasn't been here in a while. And I said, okay, oh boy. Uh, yeah, there was, uh, the, 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 uh, Let's see, there's uh, the Bicycle Clubs. Uh, Again, uh, she's in the Tubular Bicycle Club, uh, which specializes in driving around, uh, riding around, uh, and looking for people with flat tires, training people to deal with flat tires on bikes. So again, this does not fit. It fits the exact personality profile of someone that would welcome G and DK to come live with her. Uh, and she was well liked at all these clubs and they said we've missed her uh, she hasn't been by uh, so uh, I don't know uh, again bridge club again very similar uh, but different instead of supplying the cards uh, uh, she deals with shuffling issues and uh, again they said well if your club needs help with shuffling or you need to like you know they have a some people like electronic shufflers, some don't. Uh, this one, I think, was another tongue-in-cheek one, debunking Bunko. I think that's a dice game, Diane. And I don't really know. They seem like lovely people, and I, but I didn't, know, I didn't ask what they do there. I just said, "Is hey, you familiar with Aunt Penny? Oh, where's she been?" You know, they knew she was not at the big farm because they have a way of communicating that. Uh, yeah, but so they said. I said, okay, well, uh, and like I don't know. Now Diane, she's not Canadian, but there is a Canadian. There's a lot of Canadian clubs here, and this one's Canadian fans of loonies and toonies, uh, and so it's actually a bird watching and cartoon watching club. And I said, holy oh, holy mackerel, I missed out. Uh, he said, "I wonder if I could start some of these clubs in the Big Farm in the Sky. Uh, it, you know, it, it, maybe I should be Big Farm in the Sky. Uh, you know, cl- cl- I don't know." Then there was a clogging club, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, Dan. I forgot the name of the club already, but uh, the same story. But I mean, she was just there for. She wasn't a clog, She wasn't doing clog logistics there. She was actually. She's a clogger. Uh, but I think they do do something with collagued drains, so like to to make it a dual thing club. Just, she, I guess she's into that. I, I mean, very interesting, very very interesting. Uh, then there's a the dancing, like uh, Klog, I guess collaging is technically dancing. Uh, she's part of the the the, the disco club, uh, you know, fans of disco, and uh, that seems to be fine. Uh, there's also a game called, I don't know what this is, Diane, again, I did not ask Dirty Uno, and I'm not making that up, Diane, I know it is, uh, I know it sounds, and I said it's just like university, I guess, but I guess every set of Uno cards I've ever held has been dirty, and, you know, I mean, or, uh, weathered, but they missed her there, uh, it was a uh, Greyhound re for Greyhound dogs, uh, helping them place them with homes. So As I said, Where does she finding the time to do all this stuff? Uh, but yeah, my jealousy of this, uh, her life is uh, uh, really, I, I said, this is a, such an exciting time uh, to do that. A uh, fan club, a fan of fan clubs. And I said, that sounds familiar. Uh, but it's people that love fans, and not just the fans you hold, like handheld fans, uh, uh, but that. Uh, then there's, uh, uh, what else do we have? Uh, so, again, the same story, And If there's going to be, you know, I'll tell you when there's a change in the story. Again, they missed her. And, again, we, we said, uh, okay, well, uh, then in the goofballs. That's actually the... the uh, goofy guitar string goofballs uh and it's kind of a musical comedy club and i think it's also with uh, they hang around and uh that's at night they just hang out and uh there's also like a pick and vil- There was another one with picks uh it was like a bluegrass you know people just come and play stringed instruments uh healthy hooligans uh that is like a, like a, she's very funny. This, uh, I, I like Aunt Penny more and more, uh, but, but the image of her creating, not the Aunt Penny we know about, but I forgot what I was going to say because it wasn't, it wasn't, it was something with an H, uh, uh, but I forgot, uh, humanism, there was a, something related to that. We stopped there. At some point, my eyes glazed over a little bit, uh. Also, there's like thousands of other clubs. Down. There's a Jägermeister club I noticed when we were looking through, but she didn't go to that. Uh, it was meeting in the room next to the room we were uh, uh, we, we were meeting at. Uh, even I said if every one of these clubs had a podcast, uh, it would you know barely make a dent in the number of podcasts that exist. Uh, Mahjong uh, polishers. So she was into Mahjong polishing and cleaning and best practices. So like, uh, and I said, okay, this is like, uh, like some people say there's no third or fourth acts. Uh, there's a magic club. She was not in that. I, w- I would like to be in the magic club. Yeah. But yeah, so she was helping with best practices, you know, cleanliness of Mahjong, uh, taking care of Mahjong, marigolds, uh, uh, the Marigolden Girls, that was the name of that club, Diane. That one cracked me up. Uh, yeah, Marigolden Girls. Oh, no, gals. I'm sorry, Diane. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they went, drove, drive around and take care of, uh, marigolds, uh, or other flowers uh, also. Uh, What else do we have? Model Railroad, uh, Diane, holy cow, and there's two competing clubs, uh, uh, and also I think because there's a different, you know, the, like, sizes and stuff, Diane, uh, and there's also, so, so she's in the Model Railroad Club Appreciation Club. Uh, And with this one, we did get something. uh, Also, there's, you know, these clubs are social clubs, Diane. And one of the people that's big into model railroads, I think uh, Aunt Penny was big into them. Uh, Alan is his name. And uh, so she would go and some other of her friends, and they would watch and appreciate the, the people that were appreciating or... They were appreciating the appreciation of model railroads, I believe, or or like they would watch people play with their trains. And they found it very relaxing. Of course, the same thing. They said we missed it. Uh, There was a few different movie clubs uh, that that, that she would go in and out of. Uh, uh, That week it was uh, a classic movie, movie something. Also, she was in a projectionist club of uh, keeping the projectors up to thing. Music, I think we covered that, Diane. Uh, let's see, what else? Let's see, New York Yankees Club, she was a member of. Uh, and, uh, oh, 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 old-time radio drama. That was another one where they would just sit down and re-listen. I said, that sounds like a nice, that's like a, And then I said to them, have you heard of audio drama podcast, Uh, Diane? I was telling them about it because she and DK like podcasts. Audio drama Sunday, Diane. That's where you find out about your uh, audio drama podcasts. And uh, they said they did know about it, actually, and they had their own. They said, we have a podcast uh, network here. Yeah. I, actually, this wasn't me doing the interviewing, Diane. I'm projecting. You know, I'm making this was all G and D K, but of course, I was giving them advice. Uh, uh, and I guess I gave them the wrong advice on that. This one, I wish I could have been a member of too. Parrots are us. Uh, that sounds like a great club. Uh, this was a non-parrot meeting, though. Uh, so they were. There was no parrots at the meeting. I, was, I said, I can't wait to get to this one. I wonder if we par, will parrot will parrots notice me because I'm from the big farm uh, and G and D K. You know, G and D K. There's a pen. Cl- also, there's a cl- pen club. Uh, fans of pens. There's a lot of good pen podcasts. So, and a pickleball. She was into pickleball. We talked about that last week. Though she was asked not to come back. Uh, so I said, wait a second, pickleball. Uh, uh, pickleball. So somewhere in pickleball, and then it just happened that, uh, so Dan, we went through a few more clubs and then I'll, so like, uh, hang your lantern and pickleball. Uh, Cause then there was a potluck club, a couple different, they think every night they're doing a different pot club, potluck, uh, uh, a Romeo and Juliet club. And I said, okay, I don't need to, I said, girl, they said, uh. After we'd got in here, uh, there was, uh, this is when we, there's the Samba Club. These ones, uh, uh, things changed. Uh, and this was in another week. Uh, so this is the second week, Diane, and people started seeing, uh, oh, we say, said you know, they said, well, have you heard of my Aunt Penny, blah, blah, blah. And they said, oh. And they had, you know, things to say that she wasn't welcome back. Even the Scrabble Club, they said, uh she, she. They said it would happen to her. She's gotten So uh, she said she's a groucher. And so we retraced her steps. And this wasn't as clear as I'm making it, Diane. Yeah, but we found right in that piece, in the piece somewhere, there was pea P, a P in our bonnet or something. There was P in our bonnet. That would be a disaster, huh, Diane? Yeah, but I said, okay, it was right things changed right around the P's. And then we looked in the P's and the I's and the O's, uh, the daily schedule didn't, and, and there was something called the Pine Grove Players. Uh, and this is, seemed to be the turning point, Is somewhere, this is where we started to focus our efforts, uh, Diane. And so, Diane, we we uh, so we, get, we narrowed it down, and we said these Pine Grove players, which was an acting group that Aunt Penny was a member of, uh, they seemed to be the source of when things, you know, all the clubs before it, she was a per- perfectly pleasant person. Uh, the last thing they remember, oh, we miss Aunt Penny. And uh, then everything after Pine Grove players on the list, except for whatever that one that happened to jump back, uh, I guess parrots is before, maybe it was another club though, uh, paradoxical parrots. I think that was another club that I saw on the list. I said, I'd like to go to a meeting of paradoxical parrots. Uh, I don't even know what they would do there. You could, like, uh, I don't know if I have enough time, even in the big firm in the sky. Also, Diane, there's a street called Ambrosia, Ambrosia Place in, in, uh, in the town. So, so I said, that's where I'd like to live. Said, well, no, I guess I'd rather visit Ambrosia Place. And if it, if Jason Priestley's listening, Diane, to her to talk, uh, maybe we could work together. Maybe we, Darren Starr or whoever, we get uh, Ambrosia Place going. I mean, with all these clubs. Uh, but so, uh, where we're, so, Diane, so the Pine Grove players are putting on a play. And Aunt Penny is a member. Of, to sweat all this alliteration—that's unintentional. Uh, Aunt Penny's a member of the Pine Grove Players, and they said during casting, uh, she was trying to get into a role. It was a play written by one of the residents. Uh, the quilt that didn't quit uh, was a role. Was a story, and they said that Diane was go- going out for the role of one of the judges in this quilt competition that, that was uh, taking place. Uh, and so that's when we sunk our teeth into it. We said, okay, maybe she's uh, doing some method acting. Uh, she's uh, the quilt that wouldn't quit. And she's in this judge's role uh, trying to make the quilt to quit. It was actually a quilt creator. You know, quilt quil- quilts. it's a narrative device, the quilt for the story. Brilliant, brilliant play. And, you know, but, uh, yeah, it was a great story uh, that I could follow, Diane. Uh, But so we started to think, okay, maybe Aunt Penny's just acting. Uh, But she was asked not to be in the play uh, after casting. But that was the role she was originally going out for. I thought she had, because usually everybody gets the role they want. Her friend actually wrote it for her because it was the opposite of her. You know, writing against a type or whatever they call that. And so, um, uh, we get, we started to process this, uh, and it just seemed too obvious. Uh, and then when we talked to Aunt Penny, she she said she said uh, she things she, she said things about the play that I said, well, I don't know. I like after we got her feedback about the play and how she was feeling about it. We uh, we came to the conclusion that uh, her judgment was not. I said that play sounds wonderful, and I'm not a big. Uh, I said at first I said if I heard a play the quilt, that couldn't quit. I'd say no, thank you. Uh, but this was beyond the transcend transcended quilts and quitting. I would I believe it or not. It was a story for you know the the ages or the you know but. Uh, where was that Dan? So then we were back at square one. We weren't at square one because we were in the middle square. And I said, well, let me see this list of the other club members uh, we've got. And I said, there, there's the guy who was in the Model Railroad Club. Alan, I think was his name. And we said, they said, well, Penny's in the Model Railroad Appreciation Club. And then we started to put two and two together that those two had gone in a steady, you know, kind of thing, Diane. You know, hand holding without the mittens on. Uh, I mean, with correct, you know, not, not, that's a metaphor, Diane. I mean, all, you know, safe everything. Even, you know, at all ages, Diane, even if you're listening, please. So they were wearing mittens, but not, you, you know what I mean, Diane. I was just alluding. I wasn't, uh, Oh, Diane, okay, so they, uh, okay, so they were dating, that's what I'm saying. I also wanted to get through this part before, because I got to meet with G and DK, which is probably a spoiler, Diane, that this didn't pan out, We said, okay, maybe it's this Alan, uh, you know, maybe something about maybe not being in the play, was there someone else in the play, I mean, it seemed like Alan was really into his trains, and, uh, and Penny was really into watching Alan be in the trains, uh, but really, all the talk it got us nowhere. Where I said, I don't know if this is really where we are. Yeah, uh, but then we got all the way. So the, the, we went back uh, and we went through everything again, and uh, so we did. So things with Alan didn't pan out, which is what everybody just said. They said, well, Penny and Alan, they just didn't pan out. They're more friends uh, or something. So we're going to meet uh, with another thing we discovered, which was within the Pineville, Pine Grove Players is a costume club that makes all the costumes for the place. And this was the only thing, that, the box that remained unchecked in our recap of uh, what was going on uh, with Sam Penny and trying to retrace uh, all the steps uh, and there's actually a gap because we, we were looking at her schedule too. Yeah, costume collection day. And so then we got to, we met some of the other teams of the members of the costume collection, costume, what was it called? Costumers or custom costumers. I'm not sure, Diane. Uh, but they said, oh, yeah, the last time we were getting costumes for the quilt, that, the quiltic wouldn't quit. They they did say that that was, oh, that was when, uh, that's the day Penny left the Pine Grove Players uh, in the costume club. And we said, take us through your, uh, with digital devices now, Diane, this is so much easier. He'll say, well, let me check the texts I sent out that day. You know, normally, even with a regular non future Big Farm resident, they'd say, I don't know what I was doing. I think I went to the. I Think I went to Chili's. That's a pretty common response down here. Uh went. without back steak. You know. But uh, other than that, they said, "Okay, let me." What day was that? Uh, so we retraced it digitally and physically, and we also did some shopping, Diane. Because well, I didn't. I you know. Well, I did, I, I did do shopping. I met some. Because there's a lot of thrift, shorts, thrift shops down here. And so DK did us some shopping. I did shopping of big farm residents uh, because these thrift shops are actually, I said, we'll have some mysteries to solve at these thrift shops later. Uh, but we couldn't come up with any answers. We, we ran through, and then we went through the list of garage sales, which they even had listed out in, in, uh, in Evernote uh, of the garage sales they were hitting. And we kinda of tried to go with this no lead, is too small thing. So we went through and one of the garage sales, uh this is when we hit hit on it with uh, Diane. It was uh it was uh, it, and now we're back at the scene of the garage sale and waiting for G and DK. Because what happened was we went to the scene of the garage sale, knocked on the door, lovely person says, uh we say, hey, did you have a garage sale a couple of weeks ago? Oh, yes, I did. Uh, okay. And then it was, you know, so a heart, heart, heart a story of the heart and about a, someone who came to, that I haven't met at big farm, uh, but had made their way to the big farm. And some of their stuff was being sold off and they were getting, you know, they were doing some downsizing and things. And, uh, this person was saying, oh, yes, I had out, you know, a lot of my stuff that I feel like I don't need anymore. And the costume club came because a lot of it was costume jewelry because I used to also perform. And so, so, you know, I said I was getting rid of that stuff. Uh and she told us about missing, you know, it was, it was, uh, and we said, okay, well, well uh, so the costume club came, you were sure. And she said, Oh yeah. It was very exciting. Very exciting until, uh, there became this big deal about this one brooch, a cameo brooch. And we broached the subject of this brooch, uh, and that there was a big argument over it. And one of the people arguing was Ann Penny. And, uh, Uh, saying is perfect for, like, and she said, oh, she remembers it like it was yesterday. It was two weeks ago. And that Aunt Penny had made a big deal about this brooch. Uh, And then we said, we looked all at each other, G, D, K, and I, and we said, this is it. Uh, And then we found the brooch, of course, that uh, Aunt Penny's been wearing this brooch. And it's a cameo brooch. And originally, the dude, uh, Diane, we were trying to figure out what, what is going on with this brooch uh, and what we suspect. And we've called, we've, we're having the brooch. We asked this lovely person. Uh, we said, there's something with this brooch and their aunt. And we're, we, we wanted to see if she would return it. And we want to bring her back to the house. Uh, and Aunt Penny, we, had, we told Aunt Penny that maybe there's some matching cameo earrings. We had to stretch the truth. And she said, well, actually, I do have the match. This has all happened already. So I do have matching cameo earrings that I wasn't selling, but I would sell. So we got Aunt Penny here, and they just pulled up and went in the house while I was talking to you. Uh, but really what we're going to do is we're going to try to have a uh, – okay, I'm going to go inside the house today, and I'll just – okay, so they have the candles on, and I can still talk. Uh, G, G and DK have some candles on. And everyone's sitting quietly. And actually, they've done a great sales pitch to Aunt Penny and to this person, saying that they believe uh, that this brooch, even though we've been able to un- uh, figure out what critic it was, I said it was a Bond from uh, within The Wire season two, but they said it, uh, it probably not uh, because that's a fictional character. And I said, Oh, you're right. Uh, but I said, that's a famous critic. And they said, well, this is not, a, this is a, a female critic, uh, uncle. And I said, Oh, there I go again. Uh, but uh, I said, okay, so we're having a quiet moment and G and DK are kind of, but it's after lunch and already, uh, Aunt Penny and the woman are asleep. Uh, Okay, that's good, though, right, G and DK? Okay, so let's just talk right to the brooch. And I can feel a presence in there, so I guess I'll talk to it. Uh, uh but Hello, bro, Cameo. cameo. It's uh, Simon, uh, G and DK. We sense uh, a presence within you, and that's why we've called for this quiet moment so that we could communicate with you. Uh, can you hear us? Yes, of course you can hear us. Okay, well, that's not the tone we're looking for. Oh, Cameo. Uh, what, okay, what? you don't need to take that tone with us, Cameo. We're only going to take a positive tone with you. Oh, Cameo. Okay, well, Cameo, I'm not going to be baited by your energy. We, uh, cameo, do you know if you are affecting... Aunt Penny's energy and her attitude, more than likely. Okay, well, that's interesting. Okay, Cameo, Uh, I sense a lot of energy within you. Is there something, Cameo, we're not coming to change you. It just doesn't seem like you'd want to be in a Cameo. Uh, So we're here to help you. Okay, no, but we really are here to help you, in your uh, tone is not encouraging us to help you, but I will continue to communicate to you, Cameo, in this calm, calm tone. I won't say Cameo again after that, but I don't know. How should I refer to you? How should I? Oh, Bernie. Wait a second. Isn't Bernie the name of the person? Is that the name of a famous critic, uh, like Bernice? Uh, is Bernie short for Bernice? Because uh, Bernie was also the partner of the person who's here sleeping in this room that owned the cameo. Okay, I know it might have been obvious, uh, but, but I'm just trying to get to the bottom of things. Uh, one second, second, Bernie. G G G D K. what do you think? Confusing, huh? okay, not confusing to you, too. Okay, tell me then. Oh, ask some more questions. Uh, Bernie, are you the husband, Bernie? of the? I should, yeah, right, I should ask that question right. Of course you are. Okay, what, Bernie, why are you in the cameo? Oh, you're stuck in here. Okay, so should we just open it up and let you out? It was, oh, you got stuck in the cameo? Like it's uh, impenetrable? Nearly impenetrable, huh, Bernie? That, so you're stuck in a cameo. Should we just let you out? That's what I was, No? Okay. Oh, you're also very critical. Ber- Bernie, were you this critical in regular life? No. Yeah, it looks like it. all the pictures around the house here have you smiling. Okay, so it's something about the... It is something about the cameo, not even Bernie's presence in the cameo. Of course, okay, Bernie. No need to respond to everything I'm saying when I'm thinking out loud. Oh, wait. Why shouldn't we open the cameo? Oh, wait a second. What? I I don't know if I understand what he's saying. G and D K. Can you explain it back to me, and then I'll explain it back to you. Okay. Okay. Well, it's just his critical tone. I. Oh. So somehow. Whoa, this is interesting some of the energy of all of the critics of history or select, oh, there's a, oh. So for some reason, a bunch of big farm, instead of heading to the big farm, it's full of this spiritual energy of critics. And, oh, Bernice, Ber, Ber, no, no, Ber, oh. oh, that's not, Ber, Bernice and Bernice. So that is Bernice. Bernie's wife is Bernice. Oh, okay. So Bernice was about to open, did open the front of the cameo right after Bernie's. Bernie was still hanging around the house, even though Bernie had gone to the big farm. Okay. And then Bernie was floating by and saw Bernice opening the cameo, which contained the spiritual energy of thousands and thousands of critics. Okay. And Bernie jumped on it and kept the critics inside. Bernie, you're a hero. Holy mackerel. Oh, but you're also stuck in there. Okay, so we should get you out. But if we open up the cameo, one of us would have, we'd get, I'd have to keep all the, I'd have to help you keep the critics in there. Oh, wow. So we have a cameo. Bernie's in there with thousands and thousands. No wonder you're in a bad mood, Bernie. And no wonder uh, Aunt Penny's in a bad mood. Makes sense. uh, All that critical energy. Uh, so you're a hero, Bernie, and you've inspired me to my hero, hero hero heroism. Is there any way into the cameo without opening it up? Uh, a tiny, tiny hole. Where's the tiny, tiny hole in the nostril of the critic on the front of the cameo? Okay. Well, this is good news, Bernie, because your heroism has inspired me. Uh, GDK. You might be think this is strange, but I have my own superhero outfits. And I'm going to put it on now. Excuse me. Uh, but you can't see. I'm just going to help. Me out. Here I am. I'm the Phantom Minnow. You're both laughing. But no, yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a hero, a superhero. Well, I don't know what my powers are yet, uh, but that's my superhero name the Phantom Minnow. Well, yeah, it's like, I'm like a super, there's no superheroes that are minnows, by the way. That's one reason why I chose the phantom minnow. Almost so I like the way it sounds. Yeah, no, it's the phantom minnow. I am a, no, I'm a superhero. I'm a male, you know, anthropomorpha not an anthropomorphized minnow, but I can change into a minnow and go right through the nostril of a cameo is why So that's already my first power is the power to wriggle and be a small fish. So I'm going to go in there and I'm going to get Bernie out somehow and keep the critics in there. I don't know how. I'm going in by the power of uh, fishing lure, but you know, okay, I'll see you guys. So Diane, I'm going in. I'm in my minnow. I'm in minnow mode now. And I'm wriggling through the nostril of this critic. uh, And it's very, uh, Ooh, it's weird in here. It's uh, like it being inside of a dream and uh, inside that, is, uh, like Superman 2 or whatever, that mirror thing, or two, Superman 3. And I'm seeing a lot of uh, critical energy, and uh, critics, Bernie say you. What, Bernie, you're laughing. You. No, and I'm. I'm the phantom minnow. Here, let me change into human form. Yeah, uh, it was better as a fish. Well, I'm um, shiny like a minnow, Bernie. Okay, Bernie, get behind me. I have an idea. I've been wondering what my powers are. I can see the critics coming towards us. Uh, I'm going to get you out of this cameo. Uh, Bernie, go to the the cameo and tell uh, G and DK to get ready to open the front of the cameo. No, they won't escape, and we won't have to hold them in. Get ready, Bernie. I'm going to get them to the back of the cameo, and you get ready to get out. G, DK, I hope you can hear me. As the critics approach, I'm going to channel the shiny scales of the minnow. I'm going to reflect the reflections of the critics back at them and uh, with their energy. And now they're seeing a, you know, subtly changed reflection of themselves. Watch this, Bernie. Watch how easy this is. It's all about projection with them. How did I learn this stuff? Well, it's my superpower. that's not one of my superpowers, Bernie, but this reflection is. And look at the critics turning away as they see themselves reflected back at them. Some are just sitting down and chilling because they say, well, why maybe? You know, now, and a lot of them are just retreating to the back, far, far back of this cameo universe we're in. Okay, tell them just open it up a peep, Bernie, and then you sneak out till I stand here no, then I can just wriggle back out the nostril. Okay, I'll see you, Bernie. Reflecting you back, all of you critics, yes. Uh, Bernie's out, cameo's resealed, and by the power of the phantom minnow, Diana, I am now a fish, wriggling through the nostril of a cameo, and back out. Ta-da. Bernie, good to see you. Why don't you give Bernice a kiss on the cheek and head to the big farm, Yeah, feel free to finish up any other business you need to do here. Our business is done. I'm sure Aunt Penny's going to be back. Uh, Mystery solved uh, here in the towns. Uh, Great job, G. Yeah, I guess I did help solve it, though you helped explain it to me, and that helped me figure out how to solve it. I don't know what other superpowers the Phantom Minnow has. Maybe we'll just have to solve cases that involve reflection and Swimming, I guess I could change my size a little bit, uh, or I was just good at wriggling. Did you see me wriggle through that nostril? What are we going to do with this cameo? I think what I'll do with the big, the cameo, believe it or not, uh, this is a wild idea, but I think I'll bring it into work and put it in my desk at Heavenly Solutions, uh, and then not go into work for a while. Well, then if we figure it out, then we'll know where it is. Okay. All right, G. All right, DK. Why don't you spend some time with your Aunt Penny? Go get some ice cream or something. I'm going to take this cameo to the big farm. And, uh, you know, I'll see you when it's time to crack the next case. And First, I'm going to take a nap, too. Good night.